0: What's up everybody it's your girl Kia Tarantino and this is Empirical Evidence the podcast where we discuss the shit that tradition and religion won't teach you about being a woman. Season one episode four. Before I get into this I just want to tell you guys thank you everybody who's listened and I mean it's not like I've gotten a hundred thousand listeners but with the listeners I've gotten I'm so grateful because this was something that like I started podcasting back and I want to say it was like maybe 2009, 2010 before it was like a thing really kind of got turned on to it by a school assignment. And uh, I didn't stick with it. You know, I just did a couple episodes with a friend and I really couldn't tell you how to found, find any of it. But uh, anyway, I just always thought it was cool, even when everybody else was like, what, you know, what in the world? And even like up until like a couple of years ago, I was, you know, telling people. What a podcast was So I don't know I just I just think the whole technology Behind it Is pretty dope So I'm doing this because I really like it It's not You know Like I'm making Big money off of this Or anything I just think it's cool To have ideas And not to be All egotistical Or anything But I do feel like I have ideas and perspectives that aren't very common, either unpopular, or maybe some of them haven't even been spoken of. I don't know. I believe in the original thought theory, though. So not sure how, you know, far that goes. But anyway, um, but especially as a woman, I feel like my perspective on a lot of things just aren't very common. So The fact that I've been getting some really good feedback, the reviews, you guys listening, I've been looking at my stats on iTunes Connect and Spotify for podcasters, and it looks good for something that I literally just started a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we don't all have the same opinions. A lot of you may disagree with me on a lot of stuff, especially after this episode. (laughs) But I do appreciate that, like me, you guys are willing to listen to something or consider something that is opposite or may not be what you necessarily agree with. So thank you guys so much for supporting and please continue to do so. iTunes, Spotify, I'm on SoundCloud. So uh, yeah, please like, subscribe, leave a review. It all helps. But uh, that's enough of the mushy stuff. Let me get into it. So today's episode. Now this is more so geared toward... My ladies, season one, episode four, and the name of this episode is, do you really want to be married? And if so, why? You know, I just, I think this is a question that we don't really ask ourselves often as women. Sometimes men too, they, they might not really consider that. I think a lot of times we tend to just go with what society says we should do. And, you know, like from going to school, graduating, uh, getting, you know, a career and then, you know, getting married, buying a house, the picket fence, all of that stuff. We try to do everything the way that, you know, it's been shopped to us. And I just wanted to get into a few things about marriage. And especially as it pertains to women, what it really means and whether or not it's really something that we want. And more importantly, ask yourself that question, really sit with it, you know, let it ruminate and really decide, you know, make a decision based on, you know, some deep thought, some deep meditation on the matter. So again, episode four, season one, do I really want to be married? And if so, why? So I'm going to break this down to, into a few, you know, it's going to be a discussion breakdown to a few points in particular. Uh, how did the institution of marriage begin and what was its purpose? What does it, why does it seem that marriage is something that is generally more important to women and how did this come to be? Why is it that marriage is often referred to as work and to be challenging. Um, and uh, should, it, should it be this way? And could it be this way? Because it pushes us against our true nature in any way. Is, is it difficult? Because it's causing us to resist who we really are. Is what I mean by that. And um, also, what are some of the benefits to being married? And what does a healthy, functioning marriage generally look like? Okay. So, um discussion part 1. How did the institution of marriage begin and what was it its purpose? Um I I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I haven't done any deep deep research on this. So, you guys, I'm not trying to hit you with any <laughs> you know, any facts necessarily these are just more observations however the show is called Empirical Evidence and that is a play on empirical evidence um <laughs> so all right so in my opinion how did the institution of marriage begin a lot of people associate marriage with like religion um and you know it <clears throat> I don't know it It seems to be something that is held in this very high regard. You know what I mean? Like, it's just this holy uh, matrimony, as they call it. Um, And that's okay. I mean, I'm not a religious person, but I respect those of you who are. And your decisions you make based on your religion. I can respect that. I may not agree, but I respect. Um, But... (laughs) People at one point, when marriage, you know, kind of became a thing, it was more so to like maintain status. You know, like people would marry to either maintain wealth or to obtain wealth. Um, And when I say this, as far as like maintaining wealth, you would have... Like, I think it's even like that now with, like, you know, the Rockefellers and maybe the Rothschilds. I don't know. Rothschilds. um, They, uh, I heard some, I don't know, it could be a conspiracy of sorts. But, you know, they would, like, have people marry from the other family to maintain a certain level of wealth and power. And that is not far removed from how people did. You know, years and years and years ago, I'm not a historian, so I don't want to, like, try and quote or speak on around what era that was. But, you know, it was about a, you know, about maintaining this power that they had. So if, you know, they had a son that was 19 years of age and, you know, it was time for him to get married. And this other wealthy family had a daughter that was maybe a little younger, around the same age. It was like, okay. You know they are meant to be together. They kind of prearranged this since like infancy, you know what I'm saying, like really, like you know these kids be born at the same time, and the families have already decided like, hey, you know this kid is gonna marry your kid, your kid is gonna marry my kid, you know, and that was a way to again maintain wealth power status, all those things, money, you know um, and then you had people back during that time who would literally and this goes on I'm sure well into like I watched a show called better things on FX and they kind of make a there's a situation in that show that kind of um that kind of mirrors what I'm saying here so you had situations where people would marry to marry into wealth and power and status you know and you know I I reference He-Man woman hater Twitter all the time Because oh my god Sometimes these guys are some of the most Clueless And they think they're so smart That whole men are logical women are just talking out of emotion Shut the fuck up Listen they say some really dumb shit And so today actually I saw a, um, I saw a tweet To uh, A response to a tweet That I put out, I don't know, months ago. But it was regarding this dude or, you know, in a response to this dude that said, you know, marriage poses no benefit to men. And um, it was, you know, basically for women and that men shouldn't get married. Um, let me just go on record and say, I don't believe in marriage, but that's for me personally, if you do go for it. But um, I just thought that was so stupid because I know a man who... Literally said on several occasions that I was around him that he married up. And when he said it, he said it as, and you know, like I made a smart decision. So basically, his wife, her family was a family of wealth, status, power. And he, you know, sought her out because what he was looking for in a mate was someone with those, um. I don't want to say qualities, but those, um, those benefits, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Um, and even like I said, years ago, I don't want to try to, you know, determine what era, but, um, that's what people did, both men and women, you know, men and women both would marry into money strategically, um, it wasn't just women doing it to try and survive. Now, I think later on, like, say, I don't know, in the 1920s and 30s and shit like that, maybe, when women weren't um, as, you know, free to do things like work or, you know, really earn a living. Um, I think then a lot of men were, women saw Men who sought after men who were earners, men who had jobs, men who made a lot of money, because again, we're talking about a time where women weren't really allowed to you know be the breadwinner or bring home the bacon, whatever the hell that means, but um <laughs> it's just um, I think the that argument gets a very one sided um you know, the the uh, loudspeaker on that, it's just very one-sided. That's what we hear, like, oh, you know, it only benefits a woman to be married. Well, no, nah, there are literally men to this day that go after women who have money, who have power, who have status in terms of choosing a marital partner, you know, in terms of choosing a spouse. Um, And I feel like, You know, in everything I just described, you know, people trying to maintain wealth, people trying to obtain wealth. um, I feel like the one thing that was missing during that time is something that we focus on quite a bit now. And that is love. You know, I think now we really put an emphasis on love. We are all to some degree. I won't say us all, but many of us are dealing with some like, you know, mental health concerns it may not be anything that's like medically you know an issue but it you know we all need some kind of care um social media can be hard on the psyche you know what i mean um television has been for quite some time what things look like even in you know physical view can be hard on one psyche and i think um I don't know. I feel like we live in an era where someone being more than just a spouse is necessary. Like we need this person. And I hear this from men quite often. Like I've heard men really make arguments about this. Like, you know, um, I need somebody that's going to be my strength. You know, somebody that's going to be there for me, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, when I'm down, somebody that can lift me up. Uh, My personal thoughts on that You need a therapist Like, <laughs> You probably should not get married Until you've You know Kind of become more of a whole person To connect with another whole person Now that's not to say that Somebody can't be there for you I mean we have friends, we have family That's what they're there for But some of this conversation On the matter can sound a bit excessive And I feel like You know, and and the same goes for women. You don't need to be anybody's therapist. A man shouldn't have to be your therapist, you know. And, And don't get me wrong. If someone chooses, if you guys choose to have that type of relationship, that's great. You stick with what works for you. But, you know, just speaking in general, I feel like that has become an expectation in marriage. And... So here we have love. We want somebody to love and nurture us. We want somebody to be spontaneous, but we also don't want any surprises that we don't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want our ladies, we want our men to be spontaneous, but we don't want to find out E.I. is smashing other chicks either, do we? Like, (laughs) I mean, we're kind of, um, and again, this goes for men too, but, you know, this, we're kind of asking for a lot out of one person, you know? And in some relationships, I believe when the compatibility is genuine, um, I think you can obtain that, you know? I really think it's possible to obtain somebody who knows how to pick you up when you're down, somebody who, you know, maybe they're the breadwinner and they're okay with that. They like taking care of everything. Or maybe they just compliment you in a way that you guys work together is cooperative you know um and i feel like um i don't know i just feel like generally speaking it's asking a lot these days in terms of marriage um to want all these many different things from your partner um so i feel like marriage Especially like, you know, nowadays, you know, I kind of ask the question, what was its purpose back then? Like I said, I think it was to obtain and maintain wealth. Now, I think it's more so focused on love and completion. You know, we all want to be we all want to feel completed by this person. And I just feel like that's impossible. You know, you have to be whole yourself and pair up with some another whole who just kind of fortifies you? You know what I'm saying? You guys become, you know, just something great together, or something greater together. But individually, you're both great. Um, and that kind of brings me to, you know, my question: like, why does it seem that marriage is something that is generally more important to women? And you know, how did this come to be? Um, You know, marriage has changed many times throughout, you know, the decades. Um, And I think nowadays, because of the reasons that I just stated about, you know, being whole and um, being somebody's strength, blah, blah, blah. I think that the reason why it seems so much more important to women is because women have been generally speaking conditioned to be uh, or to think that they are these you know co- nurturers or, or they're more emotional and um, it marriage nowadays just appeals to a a softer uh, a softer um, description than it once did you know hundreds of years ago maybe. Um, it's not very business or logic driven at this point. So I think women buying into the social ideals that are pushed on to us, you know, oftentimes we look at marriage and say, okay, that's part of what I need to be whole, you know? And because again, it, it, uh, you know, it appeals to a softer, um, Part of humanity, side of humanity. I think women are the bulk of those who are, you know, just anxious for marriage. Um, and again, I feel like that is because of the fact that it's been morphed from something you do, you know, strategically to something you do for religious purposes and to express love you know to express romance to express unrequited love and i just feel like i personally feel like that's um that's a disaster um i don't know how true the quote is but i think it, it said it was like einstein or somebody it might be unknown it said is uh is dan- marriages are dangerous um because they attempt to make a lasting effect or a lasting um i don't know a lasting something that lasts based on something that just happened by chance. You know what I'm saying? So it just, you know, nowadays with people marrying for love and stuff like that, you're literally just taking a chance. You know what I'm saying? Because you really don't know what this is going to turn into. So I understand that quote that wasn't very properly quoted, but (laughs) I'm sure you guys could find it. And I don't know. I may find it before the end of the show, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a dangerous situation because, you know, now, like I said, especially during this time, this era, like, you know, people need, you know, mental health care. And like I said, that that doesn't have to be anything medical. It could simply be just, you know, knowing how to, you know, care for yourself in ways that help you maintain you know a healthy mind but with social media tv all this stuff it can be very hard um but yeah i feel like that is the reason why like women tend to be the ones that are you know marriage is is more important more value to them and it kind of oh i hate to hear when you know these guys are talking about how you know uh it, it doesn't benefit a man to be married blah 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 women just want this and they talk about it like like it's just so awful like i even and i love push T, to y'all and i know he probably didn't mean no harm about this but i was watching his podcast with joe budden and um <laughs> joe was asking him how was the married life and um push said something like oh it's more peaceful now And I'm pretty sure he and his wife have a wonderful marriage. They just had a beautiful son that they birthed um, on my birthday. So, (laughs) again, I'm a big push Pusha T fan. I'm simply using this as a example. But he was just like, you know, house is much more peaceful now. And I'm just like, wow. That's how, you know. And I've heard guys who I know don't mean well say things like that. It's like, here, let me just give her this to shut her up. You know what I'm saying? So, personally... As a woman who does not buy into the tradition of things necessarily. Now, if tradition works for me, I'm with it. But if it does not work for me, I have no problem saying, fuck that. That's what I mean when I say this show is about what tradition and religion won't teach you about being a woman. There is another way of looking at this if that shit doesn't work for you. So, as a woman who does not buy into that, I... um. I hate to hear that. I, it's like, I, I want better for other women. I'm like, and, I, and it takes me back to the first part of this question, like, you know, or the name of this episode, really, like, do I really want to be married? Like, I want my women to really sit down and think about that, you know, and kind of push away your idea of marriage. Get rid of that like whatever you think marriage is supposed to be get rid of that and kind of look at marriage for what it really is you know what i'm saying because honestly um we can view it as a religious thing or an you know an emotional thing but it has like legal aspects to it that really affect you know that really affect you in serious ways and there are realities that when we are caught up in the fantasy, the fairy tale of it rather, there are realities of it that we don't consider whenever we are deciding, hey, I want a husband. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I want to be somebody's wife. And I think it's important to focus less on the fairy tale aspect of it and focus more on the you know, the the business and political and logical aspects of it. And if once you've really thought about those things, you feel like it's something you still want, I think it could be more successful. But I just hate to hear women getting, you know, quieted by with rings. It's like, here, take this ring, hush. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know that's just kind of my thoughts on that um the next thing was why is it that marriage is so often referred to as work and as being challenging you know should it be this way um and could it be this way simply because you know it pushes us against our true nature in any way so I have friends I have lots of friends um people i know some of them very close some of them you know simply acquaintances but um people i still consider friends and my closest friends to my furthest um maybe we've all had some form of disagreement but the friendship isn't necessarily something that we are fighting for you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like people tend to grow apart. And I feel like that's okay. You know, you got to live your life, I got to live mine. Um I think with marriage the other societal pressures that have been placed on us about, you know, divorce and you know, being a failing statistic. I think they kind of trigger us to tolerate things that kind of stunt our growth as individuals. Now, some of us are lucky enough to get with someone that we just grow with. I mean, we just complement each other day by day by day. You know what I'm saying? Like we we grow together. But the lot of us... <laughs> tend to find ourselves in situations with people we've discovered we've grown to we've grown to discover that you know they're just not for us and i've seen people still stay in marriages knowing like they've outgrown this and they're just going to stay for the sake of the marriage um and sometimes that involves kids sometimes that involves money both and sometimes that just involves you know um It's about how things look to other people. They want to save face, you know, which I understand. But personally, I feel like whenever I'm not saying that marriage doesn't require work, but I don't think it should be challenging in a way that makes you unhappy when you're working on it. It's like when you have a job, you you want to love what you do. Even if it makes you a lot of money, you know, you don't want to be going somewhere every day, doing something every day that makes you miserable. Because although you may be successful in that job itself, internally, you're struggling. Internally, you are losing so much joy, so much. I don't know. You're not allowing yourself to grow in ways That you deserve to grow as a human being. Um, And it's all for the sake of saying. I'm still with my husband. I'm still with my wife. You know. And I'm not trying to break. (laughs) Any marriages up. These are simply my perspectives on it. Um, And again. Let me just be clear. You're talking to somebody who's not religious. I don't believe in marriage. Um, And I'm you know. I've never been married before. Uh, I've been proposed to. A couple of times, but um, <laughs> I've never been never been married. Um, it's not something that's ever appealed to me. So don't let my opinion on this, like, you know, sway you anyway. I'm just trying to give some food for thought on the subject. Uh, but I don't believe it should be challenging in that it deteriorates who you are, you know, in the person that you hope to become. I feel like it's good if you are lucky enough to get with someone who shares the same aspirations and values as you. And the thing about values, though, is that they change. So, And, you know, this is tricky, too, because who you might want to be may change also. But I think it's important to that's why I say it's important to be whole, have an idea of who you are and the person you want to be and kind of connect yourself with someone like that even if you're just dating at least find someone that aligns with you know what you stand for what you value um so yeah I really I really don't understand why you know marriage has been romanticized as this like the difficulties that a lot of people face have been romanticized as something that you know, this is what happens. You work through it. You work through it. I know so many miserable people in marriage in marriages that are just like, you know, they're over it, but you know, they've bought into this shit so heavily. They've invested so much. It literally scares the shit out of them to consider anything else. Um, and I, you know, I asked the question, should it be this way? And, I don't think it should. I mean, I feel like, you know, yeah, like so like I was giving the example I was giving about friends like, you know, we have our our disagreements with our friends. Those relationships can become challenging. But, you know, it's never it's never work to if you we think about it like this, we don't go trying to bust our asses and, you know, lower our quality of lives as individuals to make our friendships work. And it might sound ridiculous to some people, but I think we should take the same approach to marriage because ultimately, what does everybody who's married want to say about their spouse? They want to say that they're their best friend. Now, unless you're getting married for like, you know, the reasons people did way back in the day, I can see you not taking this into consideration, but if what you want is someone that you're close to, someone you can trust and all that same shit that you asked for out of your best friend. And I think you need to handle this like you would a situation with your best friend. I mean, if you and your best friend start to grow apart, you love your best friend enough to not want to stifle them and want to see them grow and get better, even if it's without you. Or I won't even say grow and get better because oftentimes they ain't growing and getting better, but They deserve to (laughs) explore other parts of their lives that they hadn't been afforded the opportunity to, you know, and you don't hold them. You don't hold that against them. You know, you kind of let them go and do that. Um, I feel like. You know, making it seem like marriage should be any different in that way, it it just sounds ridiculous to me. Um, If it's just not working you know, and it just doesn't align with who you both want to be as individuals, you know, it might be time to let it go. I mean, because who you want to be as individuals should kind of come, you know, complement the other. You know what I mean? It should, in in a marriage, I think. And if that's not the case, I mean, like you would with your best friend. I mean, no hard feelings, but You know, maybe we should just go our separate ways. Hey, if it's meant together, I mean, if it's meant to be, we'll get back together, you know, um, later. You know what I mean? And we'll pick up where we left off from. Nothing. But uh, I don't think I think it's a bit ridiculous to, again, I'm going to refer to this day and age where mental health is such a big deal to stress yourself with something that you know, we buy into because we're expecting joy. You know, we're expecting this happily ever after. Um, And speaking on whether or not it pushes us against our true nature in any way, you know, I think, I think that's what makes it so challenging. I feel like you know, the sacrifices, and I, and I don't get me wrong, there are some sacrifices that you want to make to make a relationship work if you value. But when those sacrifices are things that strip you of who you are at your core, your true self, and especially if these are things that, you know, are good things about you, you know what I mean? Um, things that really give you value as an individual. I feel like, you know... That, like like don't don't do that you know what i mean <laughs> like that's ridiculous and you know i don't know i i feel like doing that tends to it really it causes things to be more difficult in a marriage in a relationship even you know it's like i'm losing myself like i think you know i don't know if i made mention but you know i've dated guys who just really you know, I used to make beats. I used to go in the studio, and it was me and nine times out of ten, a bunch of other guys. And you know, my boyfriends, my ex boyfriends, could not stand it. In their minds, you know, oh, all these dudes in here, they don't want to smash, blah blah blah. And like, they just act like I got no agency in the situation. But that's another podcast episode. But um, <laughs> you know, they just um they let their insecurities run wild and we get into arguments about it. It would be a problem. And I would just not go to the studio and I would find myself in deep states of depression. Sometimes, you know, like just really unhappy about letting go parts of myself that were essential to my happiness to make this relationship work. And it just seemed silly to me, you know, Like, you know, I'm not going to the studio because I don't want my boyfriend to be upset with me. And um, in hindsight now, it's just like, who knows? I could have been producing for Jay-Z and Beyonce at this point if I would have stuck with it. Who knows? But that's the type of shit you think about. But it taught me a wise lesson, you know, um, or a valuable lesson. Like, don't do that shit, Kia. Like... (laughs) you If you know what makes you happy and that just does not work for the guy that you're with, then maybe you don't need to be with that guy. you know what I'm saying like and it can be hard to let go um it definitely was for me with my exes um one in particular, but you know it was it was necessary, especially if it meant me having my individual happiness and feeling whole as an individual. it was necessary so yeah, I don't know. I definitely think it um the reason why it it relationships, marriages especially seems so challenging is because uh one of the reasons why is because sometimes we're asked to sacrifice things that are essential to who we are at our core and that affects our level of happiness. And we do that to satisfy our partner and eventually You know, it'll come back on you, and you realize, like, you know, damn, I I shouldn't have. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. But um, but yeah. Um, So my next question was, uh, what are some benefits to being married, and what does a healthy, well-functioning marriage generally look like? Well, we all know that there are benefits to being married in terms of like, you know, social status. Like, as a single woman. Especially when I go places where maybe friends of mine who are married or people, most people that are there are married. Like, they looking at me like, oh, she a problem. She can't be around us. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, they don't want no parts, you know? Um, You know, I think some of the benefits are you get to say, hey, I'm married. Because socially that's looked at as a as an accomplishment you know what i mean it gives you a type of status you're in a club that those people in that club look at people outside the club as you're a risk to my marriage or you're not here yet or sometimes they you know i tell people all the time being single is not a state of lack like it doesn't mean you are inadequate in any way. I mean, you may not be paired up, but it doesn't mean you're inadequate. But um, to a lot of married couples, you know, it gives them a feeling of status of sorts. Um, Another benefit, I mean, of course, the political stuff, you know, um, legal stuff. Uh, You know, having someone there for you in old age should it last you know i've heard of people getting divorces in their 60s and 70s you know <laughs> it's um but should it last you got that person you have your person there to be there for you look out for you in sickness and in health should they decide to uphold those vows um there is benefit in uh And again, this is all based on whether or not you all are true to that. You you can, I mean, one sexual partner, you know, (laughs) that's healthy. That's smart, especially during this day and age. Um, There is, you know, the benefit of, say, you have children, them getting to see that family type. Because I don't believe there's just one you know, family type. You can have a single mom and one kid, a single mom and five kids, you know, and that can be a solid family type. I don't, and this is another podcast episode too, but I don't necessarily believe that having a man and a woman in the household is always necessarily beneficial. I have friends who've had dads grow up in their household, they grew up in a household with their dads and he may as well not have been there. Same thing with their moms, you know, so... Again, another podcast, but, you know, for those who kind of believe in that and with, you know, a husband and wife that really, you know, stick to their vows, you know, if you want to pass that down to your children, they have the benefit of seeing that. Um And what does a healthy, well-functioning marriage generally look like? I mean, all this stuff is you know is it depends on the individual or the people the couple involved what's happiness in a marriage could look like one thing for one you know couple and another thing for another um but I feel like generally well-functioning means both people are happy as individuals and as a couple they are just happier you know um But you don't see one person suffering or constantly making sacrifices and one person just, you know, expecting to be satisfied all the time. And that can be the man or the woman, Um, the whole happy wife, happy life thing. I get why some guys aren't too thrilled about that, even though I think they misunderstand where it came from. Um, But I, I totally understand not. Wanting to be the one person that makes constant sacrifices and this other person just kind of sucking you dry, robbing you of all your joy, your happiness. Um So, but yeah, I think generally speaking, you know, a happy marriage can look like so many different things. Um, I don't know, you know. Marriage is like, it's becoming one of those things that just, you know, from what I've been observing is becoming more and more rare to witness a successful, happy, healthy marriage. And I think that is because... (laughs) We all, as individuals, men and women, whether you're hetero, whatever, hetero, whatever, just you need to think about what that means to you as an individual without all the fairy tale. And I think when people do that, it would kind of sift out some of the noise or some of the, you know, the, the, the fluff and people can really focus on the reality of it. Allowing their chances for a more successful, not only successful, but a healthy. Because health in marriage, and any relationship, is really important in my opinion. But a happy, healthy, successful marriage. Um, I think... That once we do that. We'll see a change in. You know what marriage means and. How it benefits us. And in a more positive way. But I really you know. um, Overall I just think the fairy tale needs to go. (laughs) I'm not saying love needs to go. Um, I'm not saying that. You need to get rid of your values even But I think people Both men and women need to Take a You know Really meditate on what marriage means And get rid of all the fairy tale And fluff and Once you know What that means to you, go from there (laughs) Again, it's a season one, episode four. Do I really want to be married? If so, why? Again, I think it's something that we all should really sit down and meditate on. uh, Get out all the fluff, all the noise, all the fairy tale, and really focus on what marriage is outside of those things. And, you know, make sure it's right for you before you go saying, I do, or before you get on your knee and propose marriage. Um, today's episode was brought to you by Blossomo Lip Care. Blossomo Lip Care is a lip care line, all natural, designed specifically for smokers. Those with black lips or those of you who just want to avoid getting black lips. Um, it's moisturizing. It is all healthy, natural stuff in this product. And it works, okay? I'm telling you it works. So y'all check them out. Blossomo Lip Care, uh, their website will be in our show notes, Um, and that is it. I can be found at Kia Tarantino on Twitter. And yeah, if you guys got any questions, any suggestions about the show, hit me up on a DM at Twitter or you know send me an email uh let's talk about it at empirical evidence.com i'd love to get some feedback from you guys uh hear what you think we are on itunes and spotify check us out like subscribe leave us a review it definitely helps and again i appreciate you guys so much those of you have who have been listening it means a whole lot to me um I'm going to keep working and like I said before the show is going to get better and better you may see some things change in terms of the layout that's because I'm trying to figure out what really works but um, (laughs) thanks again Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed and until next time